welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're continuing our series on who is Jesus by getting into the most famous scripture in all of Christianity, John 3.16. Now, because of the importance of this verse and the surrounding context, we're actually going to spend the next three episodes discussing, number one, the context behind John 3, number two, the meaning from this passage, and number three, an extra episode about what that means for us as Christians. So to start off, let's read John 3, 1 through 21. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said unto you, You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, And you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, We speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I had told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world may be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, And people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Now, who are the characters in this part of John? Well, in this part of John, we have a discussion between Nicodemus and Jesus. So Nicodemus was a Pharisee, which the study Bible defines as the preeminent Jewish sect representing the Jewish authorities and strict observers and teachers of the Torah. The Pharisees did not control the government or the temple, but they were a large group and popular with the common people, so they were powerful. 
The Pharisees believed that in order to live under God's favor, as Israel had in the days of Moses and David, the Jews needed to separate themselves from the Gentiles and their ways and return to strict observance of Mosaic law. And so, beyond that, we also uh, see that Nicodemus was a member of the Sanhedrin, which we discussed in the Meaning podcast for John chapter 1, verses 19 to 34, with regard to John the Baptist. Uh, They were essentially the most powerful of the Pharisees considered the council. And for how Nicodemus ranked among the Sanhedrin, Jesus calls him the teacher of Israel, which establishes Nicodemus as being a teacher even among his contemporaries, or as the chosen refers to him, a teacher of teachers. In this regard, it's significant that Nicodemus addresses Jesus as rabbi or teacher, showing that Nicodemus sees this meeting as one between a teacher, in this case Jesus, and a student being himself, despite him already being a highly regarded teacher in his own right. Nicodemus plays an important role later, too, in that he assisted with Jesus' burial after having spoken on his behalf before the crucifixion. Yeah, I think due to his position, we can tend to see Nicodemus as a fairly serious character. But like you mentioned, the show The Chosen does a really good job of clarifying that he actually demonstrated a lot of humility here, and he was genuinely interested in learning all he could from Jesus. Is there any significance to the timing of this event? There is. We're told this happened at night, which suggests that Jesus was already an enemy of the Pharisees at the time of this story. Nicodemus didn't want people to know that he had visited Jesus, who he believes to have come from God as a result of the signs that Jesus was performing. It also may play into the parable that Jesus speaks at the end of the section regarding people coming out of the darkness or evil to the light, or in this case, Jesus. I really like that connection. Darkness can definitely be the time that we learn the most, whether that's literal darkness as we're laying in bed or driving down an empty interstate, just thinking or during a metaphorical darkness, when life seems to weigh the heaviest and we can't see which way to go. In this case, Jesus was encouraging Nicodemus to come out of the literal darkness to follow him during the the light of the day where everyone could see him, and the spiritual darkness to leave the world behind. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, an important thing to make note of, is that Jesus did address these questions and address everything despite it being a a nighttime deal in the encouragement of uh, of leading him to follow him in broad daylight too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that just about wraps up this episode. Now remember, we do have two more episodes to go based upon this story, both of them meaning And the next episode actually delves into the meaning behind Jesus' words. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear your story and learn more about our listeners, so feel free to reach out at any time. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.